One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Um, now, on to Manly. We've got first man up is K.O. Weeks. Is that how you say it? I believe so, yeah. I haven't seen a heap of this guy. Um, he's been playing Reggie's there. Looks talented. Um, there's not really a heap of guys in their top 30 you haven't heard of. Yeah, okay. Um, the one I'm probably more excited about uh, is the next one. Uh, okay. I believe it's pronounced cooler. He's the one that apparently he's faster than Jason Saab. Mm. He's come out of Newington. Um, if you if you go on YouTube and you type in either of these two names, it's these two setting each other up in reserve grade. Yep. They both look really talented, but a lot of depth in the outside backs at Manly. Mm. Um, cooler if you see him I this year. I think there's a bit of room in the fullback position to, get to, to nab that. Could be open, could it? All right. I'd, look, I just don't think he's cemented his spot. Mm. Um, and also, you've got to put pressure on him. Just imagine, just imagine Desi come out and said, no, nah, everyone's battling for jerseys this year. Yeah. The good old everyone's battling for jerseys. That is such a – let me – hey, people listening. When a coach says everyone's battling for jerseys, it's nonsense. The 13 is basically picked except for one or two spots, and those one or two spots are because a player has signed somewhere else. The good old fighting for jerseys, like give me a break. Man, even, even like – What's funny is like they'd say it to the team, like the squad at the start of every preseason. You have to, and you, though. And you just yeah. look at each other going, fuck, oh, you're, you're Carmichael, Lockie and Petro and Webke and, and Brad Thorne and David Stagg and Hodges and do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, their positions are up for grabs. Like, I say it to my under-16s team and I, I know that they know I'm full of shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so really interesting. Saab level fast, that's interesting because I wonder whether it's he beat him in 20 metres because like Saab's first ten is isn't as quick because obviously he's such a big mm. body, but Saab's top speed is obviously really really like incredible. Um, so also, if Foxtel's Ko doesn't do some promo with Ko Weeks, I'm not here. If, if Ko <laughs> Weeks becomes a superstar, and they're not like, are, are you watching Ko this week? <laughs> they go, are you watching Ko this week? And then they wait ten seconds and go. So it's well, if he steals that fullback jersey, he might be perfect um, as well. I'll tell you what, if he does steal that, I'd be fucking signing on a 10-year deal with Ko. Uh, so he, he was always in the New South Wales pathways a year early, Ko weeks. So oh, really? Yeah, so he was, he was always yeah. around that pathways camp. 
That's so. good. Good signs. Really good signs. I tell you what, what, what Manly has managed to do when it was looking like an absolute disaster a couple of years ago, like in the media, we don't have training facilities, the coaches are getting sacked, the club's struggling financially. Like we forget two years ago, Manly were a shit show. Yeah. Like Manly were, what, they 15th, were they? <coughs> yeah. 15th. Yeah. yeah, those few years that, that Trent Barrett was there, it was it – was and I, I actually don't think that's a reflection on Trent Barrett. I just think you need manly people in there. Yeah. I think that it's, it's similar-ish to Broncos' situation where regardless of who took over Wayne, it's just a Wayne club. Yeah. Like, obviously, we've, we, we need to move past that. Um, I think Manly was similar-ish. They had so much success under Tuvi and Desi that, like, it's, it's kind of like their club. Like, very hard to come in and, you know, Trent's coming from Penrith, was it? And so it's a very different system out there. Was it? Was no, it? he went to Penrith. Went Where did to he Penrith. come from before that? I'm not even sure. Was that his... Can you check his wiki, please? Because that's always correct, the wiki. I remember, um, though, talking to... And, like, just, just an example of how different Manly is to other systems or has been. Uh, when Dylan Walker left South and went to Manly, he, he told me about his first day and he got out of his car and, you know, took his bag in with him. Jamie Lyon said, where the fuck are you going to put that? He said, oh, I'm not changing him. He goes, no, leave it in your car. We don't do that. Left in his car. And in the end of training, he, he went to have a shower. And he said he, he couldn't find the showers. Fuck. And he went out in the car park and Jamie Lyon was under the hose. And he just, he just it rattled him because he went from South Sydney that was just wow. top shelf. But whether you're showering in a shower or under a hose, doesn't you win games of football. Well, you know, it's funny is that like I've spoken to quite a few of that old generation and they all kind of had this pact. It was like a... This disagreement of like, play hard, train hard, old school, the boys together, we don't need none of that shit. Like yep. very, very, and, and what's interesting is that when the fracture did happen in the club, and, and obviously we don't know the, the full details, but you know, Anthony Watmo has spoken on a bit, but there was this older crew that had kind of come together and said, we will take pay cuts, um, you know, we, we will this, that, and the next thing. Whereas like when the next generation comes through, it's very hard to, to keep that under control, especially rugby league changed. It's not like it, what, it, what it used to be, whereas like Manly was a throwback. And it was also like, it was very different to like even the Storm. They were such rivals, but Storm were very like, you know, a lot of video sessions, a lot of this, whereas like Manly with his old school, just a real old school mentality of just like, yeah, we get on the beers, we get pissed and that together. But at the same time, when we get on the field, we rip and tear. When you were at the Broncos, were you training in an old school gym or were you in one of these state-of-the-art? Um, no, see, I've, I, could have real, I don't know where I, I land on this. There's yeah. something about forcing – like our gym wasn't like old, like shocking, yeah. but at the same time it was like just a small gym. Um, and there's something I do believe that about that that like gives it this kind of like gritty nature as a rugby league player. I mean, we went to Warriors and their gym was like in their stadium and it was much bigger – and it was almost, it just, and it's, this is because Broncos was my home. So obviously anything that's not your home doesn't feel familiar. But there was something kind of like not, it wasn't cosy. Whereas the Broncos gym, like I just remember Dan Baker, the, the gym, like he was so good and just like stinking, sweating up and fucking just, like I didn't even think we were allowed music at that stage. Obviously things have changed, but it was just purely about getting big and strong um, in this shitty little gym. Whereas obviously now it's, it's state-of-the-art. I, I wonder sometimes when you have young guys coming through in state-of-the-art systems, like it makes them feel better than they really are. Uh, it's and I imagine topic. when you were, you know, t- not talking for you, but I imagine that, you know, when you were in that gym at the Brisbane, you would have known the guys that come before you. 
oh. using that shit. And it, it would have been the same stuff from 10 years ago. Yeah, for, like, sure, for sure. I, I personally think that stuff has an impact on you. Yeah, it is. It's really interesting. It's like, it's very, it seems like a small detail, but it just it kind of like <laughs> flows down from everything like there's history in that gym yeah there's there's there is a respect for the history um and then then also that, that that makes you like respect the older players and that blah 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 um and so mainly i guess what happened you know he 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 came and i very hard for him to know that history when they're such an old cl- old school club at mainly mm-hmm. but for them to turn like what's what what's just blows my mind is Des Hasler, who's like the king of science, like he's the science man, Matt, the mad professor, goes there with the same, essentially the same roster and takes him into that deep run until they get kicked out, uh, knocked out in the semi, not the prelim. Was it the prelim? Uh, semi. Because yeah. Rabbitohs went on to the prelim and then they got picked out. Uh, it's one of the great turnarounds. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, without taking anything away from Des, like I think it obviously coincides with Jake and Tom coming of age mm. to some extent as well. Um, yeah. Speaking of coming of age, the next man is Ben Trevojevic. Yeah, interesting. I've been told by many people, I shouldn't say, I haven't been told this year, I got told last year, no one's probably saying it anymore, but that he could have been the best out of all, all of them so far, that yeah. he's sort of a hybrid of, a, of both of them. He's sort of a second row slash um, centre. He's only played four games, first grade, vast majority off the bench, not mm. really having much impact. Well, his first game he got knocked out in his first tackle, didn't he? Yeah. Poor bloke. Yeah, so fucking hell. There isn't a heap of form there, but you watch his uh, you watch his Young highlights stuff. coming through and stuff. Uh, he was quite often in a team with Josh Schuster, and some of the shit they did together was unbelievable. Yeah, but yeah, Ben, I yeah, I, I think you'll see him in this side somewhere. But if at the end of the season he's played ten games altogether, I won't be surprised. Mm. I, I don't think this is the year he really explodes. Are you concerned about? Um, and I'm not saying that I am concerned about this, but are you concerned about this Travojevic name? Like, that pressure now is like, if he's just good, he's actually bad to the fans. Do you know what I mean? If he's mm. just solidly good in the NRL, it'll be like, oh, he's shit. But in reality, it's just because he's a Travojevic, you expect him to go out and be the next Gaznier in the centres or the next, you know, Steve Menzies or something in the edges there and that. I get what you're saying, but from what I've seen of him, I'm not concerned. Not concerned at all? Yeah, I yeah. think he'll be yeah. okay. No, I, I agree. Like, it, I don't think it is, con- is a cons- I don't think it, it will happen, but I do believe that there is a potential for that name, that weight, mm. um, just to affect him a little bit, you know? Like, let's say he comes in and he just plays okay for the first year. Imagine what everyone's going to be saying online and shit, mm. you know? I'd probably argue it'd be a little bit different if he was a fullback or a middle. Yeah, okay. I think because he plays a different position, uh, you're probably looking elsewhere, mm. but... Uh, I also think that these two, they are just so loved by, I was going to say Manly fans, but by everyone. everyone you can't absolutely. find any. Like, if you've got a reason to hate Tom or Jake, you're kidding Give yourself. Break. Give me a break. Absolutely kidding yourself. Um, but, yeah, if you get, get the chance, go and watch Ben Trevojevic highlights because it is impressive. And it, what's interesting is he's like, he's thicker than Tom Trevojevic, but a little bit shorter, but he's taller than – he's like truly – if Jake and Tom had a baby, yeah. it'll be Ben. He's like, a hybrid. He's, yeah. a, he's a hybrid. So it is really going to be interesting seeing him in that second row position. If he does grow into that same athletic ability as Tom, could you imagine a bloke with Tom's footwork in that but Jake's strength? Yeah. 
It'll be crazy. And be that's crazy. what he is. Yeah, wow. Like, it's it's a, it's a scare. I, I don't know if he's a centre or a second rower. I honestly think it'll... The position he plays will be determined by Manly's roster. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. Um, and then, yeah. Just I, winding, sorry, just winding back. Trent Barrett, was it? He was actually at Penrith before Manly as well. Before, yeah. In their right. 20s team. Sorry, coaching their 20s team. Okay, so... And, and Penrith's... Uh, Building of excellence or whatever. What's it called again? The Centre of Excellence. Centre of Excellence. So going from that to Manly, very, very old school, that's probably mm. why, you know, he was struggling with the lack of facilities, which is fair. Like, all the best clubs now have good facilities. Like, yep. new age of footy, yeah. And then last, obviously, Latu Fano, only 16 years old, though, but he signed the biggest contract. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, black book. You just need to be aware of this kid. Yep. Because uh, when he arrives, he's going to hit you like a train. I think we said it last week, but you... You could potentially end up with a final at hooker, a final at five eight, a Travoyevich at lock, a Travoyevich at fullback, a Travoyevich at centre, yeah. and I think there's also another final in the squad, and I think there's a couple younger as well. So, wow. um, yeah, scary. So yeah, mainly, mainly just oh, their ability. Like every single player they've got right now has re-signed to the. You know what I mean? They've just. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they manage to. It was looking like a disaster to all of a sudden everyone's locked up on contracts. There seems to be no kind of infighting. There's no dramas. There's no issue. You know what I mean? Like that was a quick turnaround. Mm. Shit like that usually takes years turnaround. Um, so so credit to everyone there. Well, in saying that, if you rewind to round four of 2021, Hasler yeah, was, was getting sacked in two weeks. If you That's read the it. papers. Yeah. I remember when they were like, uh, reporters were asking more, do you need someone to come in and help you in that? And he was like, He's like, God, okay, um, yeah, that that for me was bizarre because like literally the year before, they'd gone deep in, well, deepish into the mm. finals and they didn't have Tom Travojevic as well. Yeah, and four games in, they're talking sacking and that's like you got to give some time, surely, especially to a great one of the great. Like he, he was a, a, a super coach, like in the same vein as Bellamy, Wayne, um, and Trent hadn't started yet, but. Do you know what I mean? He was getting mentioned in that during that period where he was at the Manly, then went to Bulldogs. He was in the same That's conversation. The thing, like, you got to remember, he went he went to the 07 Grand Final, lost that. Went to the 08, won that. Went what, what was it? Twenty twelve and lost that. Sorry, went twenty eleven, won that. Twenty twelve, yep, lost, lost that. that. 2014. 2014 lost that. So what's that? That's like five, five Grand in, Finals in seven, seven years, years or something. Yeah, that's crazy. That's Bellamy esque. Yeah, and it was at two different clubs. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh yeah, look, I, I don't know what happened to the doggies, and I've said this before, and, and you know, so a lot of people have, not a lot of people, some people disagreed, but I just, I feel like maybe Desi made mistakes, or not maybe, he, I'm sure he made mistakes, but the, the campaign when he left to make it look like he was 100% the problem, he did all these back-ended deals and this, that, and the next thing, I just think that, like, the proof's in the pudding. Look where Manly are right now. Yeah. Like, so was it, was it really all Desi's fault? I don't think so. Like, I think there's hard facts to say, no. Like, he came to the Doggies, they killed it. He killed it before at Manly. They had a few lean-ish years. And now he's at Manly, they're killing again. Not only are they killing it, so when he took over Manly, they were 15th. The Dogs were 12th. You know, you know what I mean? He took that same Manly roster, deepish into the finals, and Bulldogs went backwards. Tell me Des was the only guy at Canterbury that was signing contracts. And yeah, had it's, it's a bizarre... I don't... Like the, it's the, like they, they act like he forced them into doing it. Yeah, the, like chief um, chief financial officer, CFO, the guy that spent 
four to eight years at uni learning how to take care of numbers desi like what like grabbed him and held his hand like i just it doesn't make sense to me the campaign was so effective though like i remember there was one article was like what desi has done is almost criminal like literally there was an article about that um so yeah i Look, I'm sure he did do things wrong. We, every, every coach makes mistakes, even Wayne, even bellyache in that. Um, but, yeah, I, that, that, that whole narrative to me, I feel like he has, since going back to Melbourne, uh, Manly, sorry, has truly proven that that narrative or the campaign to make him look that way probably wasn't 100% accurate. Probably no one at Canterbury complaining when they were in their second grand final in three years. To and, like, the year that he left, I think they only missed finals once. And they were like, nah, you got to go. And it's like, bruh, like, look where you... Anyway... Um, and he like, I mean, we, we, we look back and we think about that South Sydney grand final, Matt. Did you blow them off the park in reality? Uh, it was six all with 15 minutes to go. Yeah. yeah. Everyone forgets. Yeah. Melbourne just beat them in 2012. Slater comes up with that unbelievable play where he punches it over the dead ball line. Like, mm. game, like, he, you know, if one or two things go his way yeah. and the momentum didn't swing so heavily late, he's, or if he's won two... Look at that Rabbitohs roster in 2014. Stacked. Absolutely crazy roster. Crazy roster. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, Manly turnaround has been great. Really interesting, though, because, like, I, there's this kind of, like, just a tiny bit of me. Like, like 99% of me is, like, you know, finals footy. But, like, there's that, that first four games and then they struggled in the big games has just scarred me enough to go, would I bet the house on it that they're going to be a top four side again? Top five side? I wouldn't bet the house on it. Um, there's just that little voice in the back of my head that is concerned that if it's happened before, could it happen again? Uh, but most of me says that, you know... It, I'm confident comes, they'll be top six, yeah. but I've got that voice in the back of my head screaming they're not going to... Be contenders yeah. under the but do you have a little a, a little concern that like they could even miss the eight if things go wrong for them you know like let's say tom doesn't you know touch wood gets injured or dce gets injured Are you, is there any little yeah i mean but uh, that's with uh, any team really. that, that's with any team yeah. outside of the top three realistically yeah, that's true that's very true um gonna be interesting I, I think i think desi if he isn't sitting there on the board going okay when's the first time we play penrith and when's the first time we play stormwall roosters and, and circling those games and going, these are literally the most important games of the year for us. Because if we if we get up and show we can do these big games, their yeah. confidence goes through. Do, do, do you have the manly draw there? Who do they? Do they play any of the? I've got a feeling they might play Penrith early off the top of my head. Huge Penrith game. Manly is the first game of the year. Yeah, What's that it, sounds I'm, about right. I mean, that's a, such a big. No, game. Cleary though, but still, it'll be a huge one for them to win. Is Cleary out? Oh, well, we're assuming so. It's not like 100%, but it's most likely that he'll miss the first couple Yeah, of I don't think they're going to rush, rush him back, back okay. personally. Okay. Yeah, they oh. got, they got um, Manly have Penrith, Roosters, first two rounds, then Dogs. Roosters then's the game. Roosters is the game, because yeah, Penrith without Nathan's a different team. Roosters is a game where you go, where are we at? Are we, you know, was it just we struggled at the end of the year because we just struggled? Um, but anyway, it's good signs for a Manly fan. Good times. Uh, now, onto the Storm. I tell you what, it's so weird, man. Every time we like give a young guy like a massive rap, he gets locked up in a big contract. Remember Jaden Campbell? Yeah. I was like, mate, if I'm a club, I'm signing him on a big deal immediately. And then a day later, boom, deal gets announced. Obviously, I'm not saying that they... <laughs> the recruitment isn't going, oh, shit, we better sign him. But it's just a funny coincidence. Uh, but anyway, Haworth, Jack Haworth, signed 
a five-year deal at the Melbourne Storm. You wouldn't read about it. Not even – I don't even think Cameron Smith got a five-year deal. Not when he played zero games. It's, uh, it's unbelievable to think that they have signed someone for this long who hasn't played a game of rugby is, NRL yet. It's fucking crazy. Is it because he's that good or is it because they're, just, they're, 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 they're feeling the pressures of the market? I just I can't imagine a world where this would happen. Even to go deeper, he's not a halfback. He's not a five eight. He's not a hooker. He's a role player. Mm. He's got huge upside. There's no doubt about it. But yeah, it's a very I was mate. We spoke about him for half an hour the other day. How high he was, and when I saw five years, even I sort of went. Yeah, I was like, good god. Whoa! I would have thought like two years max. Like, but at the same time, like, so I left someone asked me the question, or do you think they're feeling the pinch? And I was like, I actually think what they've done is just taken a leaf out of the Rabbitohs and Roosters books because when Cam Murray and Radley were coming through, they both got signed on four-year deals. And mm. the, the, the way that has helped their cap, like, for example, Victor Radley now on the open market, what, six, seven hundred, eight, eight hundred k even? You push eight. You could push what eight. He's won two comps. He's, he's probably yeah. on 400 k max. Max. Because he signed a long-term deal. Cam Murray, who only just recently resigned, but before that he was on a four-year deal, he was playing Origin. He would have been on about 300K. Mm. So, like, the risk-reward, when you look at a guy like Haworth, as long as he doesn't get injured and he's so talented, if he is a back rower... Look, I know he's listed as centre. I, I just think he's a back rower. I, I just... For some reason, I can't get in my head seeing him playing centre. I could be wrong, though. Um, but Haworth, I just think that, although it is very shocking for the Storm to do it, can you imagine in three years' time if he does become the player he is and he's only on four or 500K? Yeah, I, I said to you the other day that what we've seen it in the highlights reminded me a lot of Angus Crichton. Mm. I was having a look the other day. He is taller and heavier than Angus is now. That's, yeah, that's why I can't. I just. Yeah, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I I, I, I think he will start in the centres. Yeah. But but based on how their Fuck, squad looks. That's a looks big centre. Fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, but in saying that, how their squad now looks without Nass and Tui, mm. he might end up as your, your, your extra forward on the bench. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way, I think he's going to do very well. Uh, but, yeah, the, the five years rattled me. I, I, I refreshed my phone because I was like, yeah. nah, surely not. That doesn't – that's un-Melbourne. Is this like – has the new age of rugby league finally caught up to the Melbourne Storm? No, that's – Please do not conflate that with, oh, shit, panic stations for the Melbourne Storm. But the Melbourne Storm for so long had that old school, they, could, they controlled the culture. But it just seems that these last 12 months has been like, it's almost like, it's, it's almost like a, a pandemic has finally hit Melbourne. And New South Wales and Queensland have been dealing with it for the last two, two uh, last five years. Finally, Melbourne has had to go, fuck, we need to put a five-year deal together. Do you, what do you think? Sort of yeah, thing? it could also just be a response to someone else. I'm sure there would have been probably 15 other teams sniffing around this yeah. kid. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what to make of it. It's, it still kind of shocks me that it's... But, like, think about all the, the, the things that we've never seen happen at the Storm before happen in the last yeah, four or five months. Now. Yep. You know, they lost three captains. You, um, you put the post up, didn't you? Yeah, three, three captains, captains in, in a row. Three years, yeah. Um, are we, are we just seeing the ushering in finally of the mo the modern athlete to the storm, you know? You know, for example, the Cheese, he became a, almost a, a cult hero. Mm. I, I don't think Melbourne had ever had that before, really. I think back. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not, sure they had cult issues. I would argue as well, it's probably easier to have a cult hero now than it ever has been yeah, at sure. the same time. But he is a very unique character. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mate, I'm very hesitant to say too much about Melbourne because oh, if there was any other club in this situation, you go, yeah, this is Barney Rubble. They're in all sorts. But Melbourne, I just I refuse to let myself think that. I totally agree. Apart. Because they've proven everyone wrong so many times. Yeah. So you're just like, I'm not saying it. I don't want to say it. Yeah. Every, my brain says on paper, they're falling apart. Mm. But I just know that they could have a shocking season and finish fourth. Yeah. Like logically, when you look at everything that's happened, you go, I am concerned. But yeah. then when you go, okay, look at the history. Every time you think you're concerned, you've been wrong. Yeah. And then, you know, yes, so many guys have left and they're so talented, but they will be left with Grant, Hughes, Munster, Pappy. Mm. Bellamy for years has got the very best out of anyone in the forward pack. Yeah. Olam's in there. You've got, yeah. I, I, I just, I, I think with that spine, a little bit of strike. They've still got Remus. Xavier Coates is walking in Remus there now. Remus just re-signed as well, yeah. yeah. Xavier Coates, Huge. big body. Yeah. I, I do believe that their forward pack is in probably the most vulnerable position it's mm. been right now. Uh, and, and, and what I mean by vulnerable as is like, I don't have enough information to know where we're going next with the storm. Whereas any other year I could kind of be like, Oh no, I can still see it. Like there's this guy that's part of it. This guy. Whereas like when you look at their fullback, let's say they lose Nas, and they obviously they're going to lose Jesse. That looks like Kenny's gone. If, if he just signed a five year deal. Yeah. yeah you have I, to assume Kenny's gone. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Yeah. Kafusi's gone. Yep. Tui Kamakamika, I don't think you can put a timeline on that. that like that's be. that's like for for seventeen in your seventeen, it's a new time. They're, they're probably in thirteen of every other team. Yep. Yeah, like it's it's interesting. Again, I, I but I'm totally with you. I, I don't ever want to say, oh fuck, it's finally the time the storm because no no, it's one of the best sporting organisations in the world. Um, and for me, it feels different to when Slater retired. When, mm. when Cameron Smith retired, when Cooper Cronk left, it feels more as a whole system. There's just holes, but... Yeah, it wasn't just like one player. They still had, you know, a bunch of guns. Yeah. It's like, there's all these like little things. It's like death by a thousand cuts. I'm not saying it is death by, but just like these little things that keep pricking at them. But at the same time, if, you know, if two out of the four spine players are in the top three players on the field, yeah. they're not going to lose. Yeah. Really, really interesting. Really interesting to see what positions... What I mean, we have to ask the question now... Are we going to see an aggressive storm in the market now? We haven't seen it in a since since Croker mm. since Crocker, sorry. Yeah. Um, even Coates to an extent, like he wasn't. He's not. He wasn't the same. Like no, Cro- Mick Crocker. Crocker was literally the best. You know, one of the best forwards in the game. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see a, an aggressive storm in the market? Fuck, I hope so. I hope so because that's chaos. Yeah, it's going to be unreal. I, uh, that's yeah. fucking chaos. Storm cashed up in a market. Battle on the roosters, battle. Oh, I want to see it. I want to see it so bad. Who do you think they're targeting? 
Uh, I reckon they would be sniffing around Luke Thompson from Canterbury. Okay. okay. Wouldn't surprise me. I think that I, I, I'm assuming that there must be some salary cap pressure up there at Canterbury because wasn't there was some whispers that he was go- there was a chance. There's been whispers that he's been going to go or is going Him to leave. Him at the Storm. Oh, I reckon he would be the perfect sort of guy. Oh, he would be so good at the Storm, and it'd be so good for his career. And he's from England, so like down there wouldn't matter to him. And he's a great bloke. I, I do like Luke Thompson a lot. That would be a good buy, and you probably wouldn't break the bank with him either. No, you wouldn't. No, you'd, you'd say to him, like, I'm sorry, he's come to Australia to be successful. Yeah. Canterbury might be over the next few years, but Melbourne will be. Okay, I like that. I like that. Is there anyone else that you... Um, I don't want to say it to you, but I'd definitely be giving Payne Haas a buzz to uh, see. You know what's crazy is that's who I was thinking when I asked you. Yeah. It's like, I if I'm... I am upset you, but... <laughs> If I'm the Storm, from a Storm's perspective, I'm... Um, I'm already reaching out to Haas and yeah. going, mate, we'll build a club around you. Here's your, here's your you know, 900k a year. We'll, we, we will win premierships. We will give you a legacy that will be unmatched anywhere else. Yeah. Um, now, Payne has just got upgraded, but I don't think he extended. So can you check the end of his contract? I think it's 2024. Um, but that's, you know, that timing is, is not too late. You know? like, so you've got Jesse that's going at the end of this year. You, you stop gap for a couple of years and then you make a huge play to a guy like Haas. 2024 is only 23 years old. Mm. Um, yeah, that would, I mean, that, that's, that's what, if you're the storm, that's what you're doing. I think as well, if you can't get Haas, ring um, Stefano at the Tigers. Ooh. You know, what's crazy is that uh, Stefano admitted that the reason why, one of the reasons why his game went to another level after he went into camp was he's speaking to Dale Finucane. Shocked said me. that the things that I was learning off Dale Finucane about professionalism and blah, 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 Stefano, that's a good buy. And he wouldn't, I don't think he's on a long deal either. No, um, yeah. I, I also think the guy that they let go, Aaron Penne, he's gone to the Warriors. Mm, I think he's back. the perfect sort of guy that mm. they... 24. Play. for 24. Okay, wow. Wow. So he comes off when he's 24? Is that where you... Yeah, it's his final year of his contract. 2024? Yeah. Right. Ooh. Oh, man, how are the Broncos going to keep him? Can you imagine his value in 2024? What are you, what are you, talk, what are you paying for Payne House 2024? Honestly, it depends how the game plays out over the next few years. Well, let's me. just assume he keeps his form up. Yeah, and assuming the game stays the same, I'd, you know, assuming the little leadership things that I saw last year, yeah, I reckon eight. Eight? Yeah. Fuck, I'm pushing nine, honestly. It's a lot of money to play for a front row, though, man. Imagine what he could do at the Storm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like he'd be scoring tries. Like he'd be. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. But it's if I'm Brisbane, I think you. I don't know. It's I tough. don't know if it's Bri- hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It, I just could you imagine him in a side that, like, he look what he's done at the Broncos. Mm. Imagine him at the Roosters, the Storm, the Rabbitohs, like getting quick play the balls, getting halves that are hitting him on good line. Oh man. Scary I also side. think, though, when you look at Taumalolo at the moment, that a guy like Haas is just going to be so targeted every single week. And, you know, he's young at the moment. It's tackle breaks, tries. Mm. It's unreal. But it is going to take a toll on his body. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like he's 21 playing 80 minutes in the front row and a team getting Insane. bashed. And he's yeah. the one that's got to lead the way. Like, mm. that's, that's, yeah, be my only worry with Haas. But he's I a generational yeah, guy. I don't position. think you... I, I, I don't think you sign 10-year deals. I just that don't know. ridiculous, yeah. You know, again, the argument could be made, look, if Cowboys don't give Tamalolo a 10-year deal, do they win the premiership, you know? 
Like, yeah. Would Would you be willing to give a guy a ten year deal to win a premiership if you haven't won one before? Probably, especially if he's going to deliver for the next four or five years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you you could okay. So for most of Tamalolo's contract, he's delivered high high quality footy, and he's been in two grand finals. And I I personally don't think they've even used him properly. So. So that 10-year deal, I would still say is a success. Even though he's probably the only player that you would say, like, fuck, 10-year deal. How, how many years has he got left? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure. Must um, be at least three, right? Yeah, about three or four, I'd say. Three or four. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting. 2024, holy shit, Broncos are going to be... Mate, if the Cowboys keep struggling, the Melbourne reach out there. Ooh... And in, in, in like, and you think the Cowboys go, look, it's, it's, it's fucking our cap up. We need to move you on. We'll, we'll pay 300K of it. Because my, my other argument is, with Ta- and this is nothing against Tamalolo, it is just the reality of, this, of the game right now. Tamalolo runs for 300 metres. He breaks this record. He breaks that record. Cowboys finish 14th mm. consistently. Like, yeah. what he does doesn't directly lead to wins for me so as in, in the Cowboys you're team. Think, you're thinking... Blow like the Cowboys have got to make a decision of like we're going to blow this whole squad up or we're going to try to work with what we've got kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that's what I I, I just made the, like you you post stats like me all the time and you know the amount of times I post something about Tao Malolo and it's unbelievable. Mm. This team doesn't win. Same with Hass too to, to an extent. Yeah, this shocked me. He actually comes off in twenty seven. Twenty seven. According to NRL. Fuck. If you're the storm, are you putting in a little feel there and going? Year is it now? 20, what are we only halfway through that ten year deal? Yeah, we yeah. must be. Twenty seven. I wonder if the storm do put a little bit of a AJT. Yeah, I guess it makes think? sense. I mean, twenty fifteen, he was very young. That was in his first forty games or so. Yeah, like he was a bench forward then. Oh, I thought he, I thought he signed it around two thousand thirteen ish. So he must have signed it 2015. Uh, two, he must have signed it 2016, 17. I'm looking it up. I would, yeah. well, I'd question that to be just off the top of my yeah. dome. No, he must have signed it 2016 NRL. after his 2015 year. He must have re-signed for that 10-year deal then. You know ja- what I mean? Jason Tamalolo signs 10-year, $10, $10 million deal, 22nd of March, 2017. 2017. Yeah, okay. So it, was, so it was after his massive run into that finals in 2017. Wow, really interesting. Really interesting. That's going to be interesting how that plays out at the Cowboys. Yep. Because they can't continue this. They can't keep doing what they're doing. Like, it's going to be really interesting. And also, like, JT, like, you know, Tamalolo might go, like, I'm, I'm one of the greatest forwards of all time. I'm not going to play the rest of my career, you know, in a team that's struggling. Not- and, that, and that's the thing with Tamalolo. He could go to Melbourne and he wouldn't set the same running records, but he wouldn't need to. No. And I think at the Cowboys, they probably need him to do that, but it's mm. still not resulting in wins. Yeah. You needed a guy like Thurston Morgan to yep. take advantage of it. And in three years' time, I think Hylam Lukey, I think the Hammer, there's guys there that can play mm. that they're going to have to give some money to. Yeah, it's interesting. That's interesting. Um, again, all speculation, guys. We don't have any insight or whatever. Imagine Harry Grant off the back of Taumalala. Oh. When he's probably being used efficiently in 25-minute minute stints. Like. Imagine like Hughes around the ruck there, just, just hitting him on short balls and that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so we've got uh, Wishart, spine utility. Yeah, Tyrant Wishart. He is the son of Rod Wishart, Steelers and Dragons, Kangaroo. Um, seen Tyrant play a little bit, uh, playing like uh, actual 
um, country football for yep. Gerringong. He's been at the Dragons. I'm surprised they let him go. He can honestly play anywhere in your spine or on the wing or at centre. He's a very versatile guy. Mm. Uh, I probably think his best position will be hooker or seven moving forward. Yep. Um, he'll probably be a little a little bit more versatile, but I see him as sort of being a bit like Cody Nicarima. Okay. Uh, he's one to keep an eye on. I wouldn't be surprised if he's 14 for round one. Okay. Without Harry okay. Grant and a few other guys. I think they'll probably start with Nicarima at nine, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's... Yeah, I read that article, actually, that Nicarima was like... When you have a look at the squad, there's, when you take Brandon Smith and Harry Grant out, they let Smoothie go. He, I don't think he's in the top 30 this year, so mm. I, it, it's Nicarima and Wishart, and unless they go with like a Nick Meany at 14. And we're talking about Jade Nicarima guys, not Cody yeah. Nicarima. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Wishart's one to keep an eye on. I'm surprised the Dragons let him go. This Warbrick's interesting. Okay. He's come from Rugby Union. I saw a picture of him, All Black Rugby Union, as yeah. in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, which is... He looked physically impressive. Yeah. And, I mean, I've seen the Sevens highlights, but I'm sure you'll think the same. I, I don't know how much I read in just Sevens highlights. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even... Uh, but he looks like he can play. And, I mean, if he was at any other club, I probably wouldn't be as interested. Mm. But walking into Melbourne's system, uh, he could be absolutely anything. The next guy there's Jordan Grant. And I haven't seen a heap of Jordan Grant, but I had to look through some of his stats and... He hasn't played many minutes in first grade. There's not much to go by. But just have a look at some of his Queensland, uh, Queensland Cup games. When he's actually played more than 60 minutes, he averages 150 metres, 30 tackles, two offloads, 70 post contact. Um, and he's able to play 60, 65 minutes. So could be a little bit of upside there. Mm. Um, could be that the smoky, this typical storm, you know, okay player that gets turned into a bloody great player. All of a sudden he's 18th man in New yeah. South Wales. And yeah. Same old story. But the one that I'm really excited about, and I don't think you'll see him this year, but uh, Luke Pulselli, I think it's pronounced. He hasn't played yet. He was playing for the Falcons last year. Starts there, 11 games, 13 tries, 6 tries, his 10 line breaks, 150 metres. You're shocked that the Melbourne Storm have another really good fullback that they don't use. If Joke. I had to... If I had to... And, don't lose your minds. If I had to describe him or pin him as someone in the NRL, the way that he moves is very teddy, very okay. jerky sort of movements. Yep. Um, small he can, steps kind of thing. Small steps, yeah, yeah, yeah. Small steps but really strong, you know, tends to get it out the back of a, of a block play and drag three over with him, yep. that sort of character. Um, where, I think Where does seen, he crack into the side, though? I don't know. But if Pappy gets picked for origin at some point... Um, is he big enough to play on the wing? Maybe. It's hard to tell with that Q Cup yeah, footage. Um, but, yeah, he's one just to keep an eye. He might not be this year, but I think over the next few years, if he stays in this Melbourne system, he could. I mean, for you know, if, if it turns out that they need a seven or six over the next few years, I think he's got the ability to be able to. You know it's, yeah, you know what's fucking insane? It's like it's almost like who cares what position he plays? Yeah, yeah. Like he might end up being the best front row we've ever seen because he's in the storm system. Yeah. Like to think that Cooper Cronk wasn't actually even a half. To think that uh, Jerome Hughes wasn't a half. So, yeah. I'm confident in two years' time we'll both be making posts talking about the line of fullbacks and this kid will be the next one. Yeah, okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting.